It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the Chickies and Pete's Players Lounge. We're at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly, America's number one sports bar. Also, the official sports bar of your 9-1 Philadelphia Eagles, that is. Your 9-1 Philadelphia Eagles. Best team in football, best record in football. And far be it from me from being a petty person and start attacking my two co-hosts for their lack of faith hold, hold up, in hold the up. Eagles. Yeah. Ho, ho, welcome in Hugh Douglas and Elliot Shore yeah. Parks. You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be the first one. Yeah, listen. Yeah, far be it from me to attack my guys. They've had a rough day today. Hey, hey listen. Now, let's not, now we, we don't talk about family business on there. But all I got to say is somebody in our family was a little nervous in that first half. That, little, that first half. That, that was a tale of two halves, but no, it was a good win. And, yes. and you know, you feel just about like I do. A win is a win. And wins are hard to come by in the NFL, man. And, and that Eagles team last night showed me something that, that made me move off of that all the way. They, they're resilient. And they find ways to win. Because I, it, it's, it's amazing to me watching that game and watching some things that, you know, we know the defense fairly well. Right. And watching some of the things that they were doing and some of the miscues they have, for them to make those adjustments in the second half and be able to play like they've played, this team is special, man. I, I believe that this team is special. And it's, it's one of those situations where, yeah, you're going to hear a lot of pundits on television talk about how they were lucky. And, and some of that might be true, but the bottom line is this. This team finds ways to win. Yeah, and, and you look at that game last night. E, you were out there. Um, that's not an easy place to go in and play it's very loud Hugh and I we played out there yeah uh on a Thursday night uh back in 01 I believe it was when we went out there and beat coach Vermil and those guys but the the deafening roar from the guys from from those uh fans out there and they actually take pride in getting loud it it reminds me of Philadelphia yeah. in a way I mean I obviously Philly is louder but but kansas city's very loud the weather was really tough and i'm happy you mentioned uh you and hugh playing you know in that environment a while ago 
because one of my main takeaways from last night was it reminded me of a game I would watch you guys win in the early 2000s. Like, that's how you guys won. This isn't a, that's true. a 38 to, <laughs> right. This, it wasn't like a 38-35 win, which we all know in my heart. Like, I, that's what I wanted to see. I, I love offense. But uh, to Hugh's point, you know, they, they probably showed something last night that we hadn't seen from them. But I would also say from someone that loves style points, like last night was not a style points game. It was just go and win the game. And the fact that they were able to do it in that environment with that weather against that team. So Patrick Mahomes in his 58 home games has only been shut out in the second half and lost zero times. It's the first time it's ever happened. So to go into Kansas City, shut them down in the second half, and win that game, it's one of the most impressive Eagles wins uh, I've ever seen, and certainly one of the most impressive I've covered or, or witnessed in person. Yeah, I, I think for me, I, I, I was impressed by their ability to continue to fight. Yeah. And the one thing I'm, I'm loving about this team, I'm liking about this regime, that there is some character there, Hugh. Definitely. You know, Elliot, Elliot brought up how that game last night reminded him of some of our teams. Well, you you know this, man, because you was one of the leaders out there as our as our premier pass rusher. Like we had to win games with the defense. Yeah, you know Donovan had to make a few plays here and there. Usually involved the tight end Chad Lewis or Deuce, <laughs> the the Pro Bowl tight yeah, end Chad Lewis. Yeah, and, and and not Pro Bowl from a talent level. No, just Pro right? Bowl because he busted his butt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But we had to win games like that, and we had sort of that that resilience, that, that never-say-die attitude, even when things aren't looking good early in the game, you still find a way to make plays late in the game. And that's kind of what this team is starting to shape itself into from a character um, standpoint. And I think that bodes well as you move into December and January and you're playing tough-minded football. You, you know what? What really jumped out to me, Ike, and it's something that I, I think should be talked about more, the resilience of the quarterback dude you you know just as well as i do you sack a quarterback in the in the first half five times mm -hmm. normally that game is over because yeah. he's shook yep he's shook at that point he shook us and he's <laughs> not trying to be out there because he doesn't believe in his protection and anything like that the one thing that i saw about Jalen last night man was a lot of times he still believed in his protection because in order to believe like like, and the perfect example is that shot that he threw to Devontae Smith down the field because, like, you know just as well as I do. In order to make that play, you can't worry about the protection. You have to look down the field to see your receiver and know where to put it. So that means you have to trust that your offensive line is doing their job. And when he made that play, he had already been sacked five times. Yeah. So he made it happen. Man, I can't speak enough about how resilient and how – how much this young man has grown right, be, right before my eyes in this season, in this yeah. season here. Well, I think one of Hurt's best qualities as a quarterback, and I do want to get into the defense, believe it oh, or not. Right? Yeah, we, yeah, are, yeah. we are. But, but I think one of Hurt's best qualities as a quarterback is he almost never, ever lets it snowball out of control. Yep. Like he has, he has an uh, interception in the first half. You could argue it wasn't even really his fault. It looked like it was a miscommunication, miscommunication. between him and A.J. Yep. It happens. Yep. But to talk about the character of the team, Last night, I can't stress it enough unless you were there, like, it was so cold, so windy, so ugly. And I also think coming into that game, the team was so emotional about it. It was the team that beat them in the Super Bowl. And when you fall behind 10 nothing, and the offense is struggling like that, 
it would have been so easy to quit. And we all can sit here and say athletes don't quit. You're like, no, there oh, are times some of them do. That's where how teams, games turn into yeah, blowouts. teams quit, right? <laughs> yes. And this team did not quit. And I think that that starts. They have a lot of great leaders on there uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Reddick showed up last night. Fletcher Cox did. But a lot of times your team does take on the personality of your quarterback. And Jalen Hurts is 27-3 and in his last 30 regular season games for a reason. The dude just wins. Wasn't a good game from him over. Like, you know, probably won some things back, missed some throws, whatever. He just wins all the time. And I, the fact they didn't quit last night was such an encouraging sign. And, and let me say this. The, the fact that, that him and A.J. Brown had another blow up last night, that's not a big deal. Let me, let me tell you what else I saw. I, I saw a quarterback – and a receiver that are the best of friends that can talk to each other mm-hmm. in heated moments like that, and it doesn't affect what the ultimate goal is, and that's to win football games. That's big, man, especially in this day and age. You talk about guys that are snowflakes, that are super sensitive to yeah. being talked to, but these two teammates are in, are in lockstep with one another, and anytime, it like, you know, I know people probably try to make a big deal out of that. That's not a big deal, man. That, that is not a big deal. Well, certainly it hasn't become one yet. No, well, you, you're looking at it could potentially well, be saying, one. Like, I don't if I don't know if if as long as I guess Jalen is handling it well. Well, I mean, the idea, the idea that that's caught on national TV all the time. It's not a good your look. quarterback. I mean, your wide receiver being extra animated like it leads for people to have stories and whether it has any validity to it it gets people on the outside you know what you're you're right you're right but the way the the way that i feel that they handled it last night was good but to your point it's only so many of those you're gonna get on national tv well well, because here's the thing they keep winning all the time well that's what i'm saying yeah yeah. if it leads to a loss then that's a different reaction yeah you're right you're right you know it's it's a different reaction to it when you lose a game versus Winning the game. But let's well, hope well, if that happens that they can handle it kind of like the way we handle it when we used to get in trouble. <laughs> we used to get into it all the time. Well, think of the reaction earlier in the season. Yeah. I mean, they were 2-0, and but nobody treated this team like a 2-0 and team. No. Nobody thought they were playing great. And we talked about AJ's blow up on the sideline for like four days. Yeah. So there's no question when you're 9-1, and things like that get, get glossed over. Yeah, and, and listen, I, I didn't, we didn't even talk about it much on the show today. Yeah. So, and it, rightfully so. It's not like it was a big deal to everybody, yeah. only because we've seen it already, and so we see them move past it. So Hugh's right from the idea of the relationship. Yeah, but I, I didn't think about it like you think well, about it. Well, I mean, I, I just I, – I you, you Hopefully there's dude, nothing here, to Dude, here's the thing. You wouldn't want somebody – I don't care how cool we are. You don't want me yelling at you on national TV. Yeah, after a while. Yeah, exactly. Eventually, I'm like, hold on, bro. After a while, I'm going to be in my bag. I'm going to yeah, be in my so, feelings. Well, and especially when you're in a leadership position. Yes. Right. Yes. You're yelling so, at me. But you yell at me on a regular. Isn't it? But uh, we, I guess we're, we're on not TV. on national TV, bro, and I don't yell at you. That's, you, see how, you, see how he, you see how he said it? No, no. Actually, I got a question. I'm just saying when, when receivers do that with quarterbacks, yeah. that becomes it, it, an issue. Yeah. You're right. It's easy to brush it under the rug when they win. Yeah, you're and right. When they lose a game, that becomes a major topic of discussion, and then you got to try to convince everybody right. it's not a big like deal. Like they did for a few days, for yeah. early in the year. But, so I was thinking about this on the plane ride home with, with how much it did remind me of an early 2000 game. Uh, even just like Peyton and, and Tom Brady, like those battles between great quarterbacks. But I'm curious from your guys' perspective, when you guys won games like that as a team, and you guys have already accomplished so much, like how does that change the team? Because I thought in some ways – 
the Eagles like grew grew up. Maybe is not the right term, but to add that to your yeah. belt as the type of you victory. Mean that feather, you that feather yeah, in your cap? to get the feather in your cap of winning like that on that stage against that team against that quarterback. I just feel like the team became better last night for it. I'm curious how it impacted you guys back. I agree. Night. I agree. I mean, listen, I, I look at it. Every team is different. I don't care if a lot of the main parts are still here. Everybody on this team was not in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't play the entire season last year. So this is an entirely new team in 2023. And they're building identity and character for who they're going to be moving forward. So I agree with you. I, I think last night's win was a huge win. Mm. And, and, and Landon Dickerson is going to join us. He just walked in. But I was on with Jordan Mylotta earlier. I heard Brandon talk about it on the Brandon Graham show with those guys. The, the halftime talk, the adjustment. Nick Sirianni didn't have to say a whole lot at halftime. When they, when, they, when they come in and give the two-minute call, that means bring it up and right. coach is going to say something before we go back out on the field. Well, it wasn't Nick Sirianni speaking. It was Fletcher Cox speaking. Oh, wow. It was Jason Kelsey saying something. So when the leadership on the team steps up and takes ownership, and they're basically saying, okay, when you start the game, and I'm paraphrasing from what Brandon said, when you start the game, it shows who came to play. Now we're down by 10 and it's halftime. Now let's see who came to win. Oh, that's good, man. And you oh, come out in the deep. second half and shut down that offense, yeah. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid in their building, man, that is huge moving forward. Yeah. That's huge moving Again, forward. Again, first Because until you beat the man, I don't care how much you believe you're better than them and yeah. you can beat them, but until you do it, you don't really know. And they did it last night. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I, I thought last night was, was a moment where, to your point, this team, this group of players, I think, became more of a team. Like, next time they're in a battle like this, mm -hmm. they can look at each other and go, we have done this. We have had this before. And I don't know how many more tougher battles they'll face. Like, that spot, that team, and that environment, um, it's incredible. Like, a lot of teams can win ugly, and great teams win ugly all the time. But not a lot of teams are able to play ugly and win against the Chiefs. Like, it's one thing to play ugly and beat the Giants at MetLife. Like, okay, you're a great team, you struggled, but you beat, you beat a bad Giants team. But, but, to not, but to not play your best game and to beat the Chiefs, like, that really says something. Yeah, it really, really does, man. And, uh, that was a hard-fought battle last night, but it was, a, it was a really, really good game. Yeah, and we're joined now by Eagles left guard. <laughs> Why was I getting ready to call you Brandon Graham? <laughs> <laughs> Landon Dickerson is in the house, everybody. Landon. Good evening, everybody. Of the nine and one Eagles. Hey. Had, had a little traffic on the way down here, huh? I, I'm telling you, I don't, I don't know what it is up here, but a little bit of rain, and I mean it. Yeah, nobody like, can drive. Yeah. I, I mean, don't live that would, far away, it but it was like rough. like 25 minutes to you, wherever you would think, You yeah. would think that we were in a hurricane with 10 <laughs> feet of snow outside. I mean, people in the left lane, hazards on, doing 35 on 95. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. And you got a Sixers game tonight, so yeah, that, that, that probably too. added to your traffic yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, bit. still, it is driving, people. I mean, come on. I mean, it, it ain't that hard. If you got a bunch of people behind you, move over. There you go. Well, big fella, you, you, you rolled in here in your shorts and T-shirt, man. Yeah, that's how you know you're not you, from you here. Know, yeah. You know what? No, listen, that's what you call country. Yeah. He's country. It, I, mean, I debated wearing a thermal under this. All right, so. let, let, me, let me just explain this, right? I, I got the car. I went out, started the car. The car was warm. All right. So all I got to do is walk the 10 feet from my garage to the car, 
and then the 10 feet from the parking lot to get in here. <laughs> I got heat in the car. So, I mean. I mean it's too I, much hassle hey, to listen, put on all the other stuff. Hey, listen, yeah. man, I, I'm with you, dog, because, like, when I lived in Georgia, that's, that's how I dressed every day. So, yeah. I, I definitely with you. But, Landon, we, we friends, right? <laughs> we, we, we boys. I, I would say so. Okay, because so, I'm asking a question. I just don't want you trying to so, be over here snatching so this, me up this or whatever. Me, he, gonna oh, yeah, it's about, you know, I'm not about to roast you. You never know where he's going. I'm not about to roast you, but I'm going to say this. Y'all was getting beat up in the first half, man. What did y'all do? What were the adjustments? Because let me be honest with you. Like, the way y'all were playing, I've never seen you guys get manhandled like that. But in the second half, it looked like a different squad. What was said? Because y'all, y'all came out different. So what, what did y'all say? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing that, like, going in, like, we had communication issues. And, you know, for me, it was my first time being there. But, you know, I, I played in loud games before. But You went to Bama. Yeah. But the thing is, like, the, I don't know what it was. But, I mean, just speaking from an offensive line perspective, the, there was just a communication breakdown where we were having issues, getting calls and signals and plays and – you know, it's obviously it's, nothing good is going to happen when you got one, even one guy that doesn't know. Doesn't hear, yeah. You know, they, yeah, 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 especially that, when you guys are in lockstep the way you're supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's the thing is, you know, we're sitting there and Spags, he's a great defensive coordinator. So, you know, the looks we're getting, we're trying to get to the right call. Kelsey's trying to get everybody on the same page. And, you know, it takes a second because he disguises things well. So, you know, we're sitting there at the line trying to get the call in and, you know, it's coming a little late. You know, we got a, you know, five, six seconds left on the play clock. We're screaming things late, flipping things. And, you know, I mean, it was just an issue that, you know, we had in the first half. And we said that was our biggest thing at halftime is, you know, they weren't beating us. We were beating ourselves. What, so. did, what, what, did, what did that moment teach you as, as an offensive line unit, though? Because it's not often you guys, I, get, I wouldn't say struggle with communication, but allow that much pressure and it's you five Jurgens the first year started to be in that environment against that team and to have to make those adjustments just what did you learn about the group last night in making those adjustments yeah I mean not even just the offensive line group but just the fact that you know in the game of football it takes all 11 guys to be right to have a good play you can have 10 guys doing a phenomenal job and one guy not do something right and that that turns out TFL you know whatever it may be it's not Mm going to be a good play and that's just, you know, how it is with football. But that's what makes it, I think, the best team sport in the world is you got to have all 11 guys, you know, in sync, in stride, doing the same thing, same communication. So, I mean, that was just the biggest thing is, you know, we've seen it before and, you know, it's not a good situation. We, you know, we pride ourselves on trying to over-communicate things, make sure that we're all on the right page. And, you know, in the first half, we just weren't able to get that done. And that defense is designed to create a little confusion. Absolutely. I mean, when they bring those sub packages in and you're getting those guys sugaring up to the line or in the B gap and then there's some dropout versus coming. And I think you, you, you stated something very important. When you're talking about communication with each other, everybody has to be on the same page, seeing the same thing. And sometimes it takes a little – it may take longer to sort of get it down pat. I'm just – I'm thinking – back to you we're playing defense that was Jim's that was that, Jim that's Johnson's. all he did he, he, he would show certain create, looks yeah. and then he would come I mean that's what he was trying to do I, I thought it was a beautiful thing man a couple times because they they blitzed you on rundowns yes and and that that kind of you had trouble with that but but th- it was funny I because I forgot the name of the blitz but when they brought everybody from the right side mm-hmm. that that was something similar to what we did and Jalen ran to the left it, it was it was when you guys started to hunker down and play well 
It was a totally different game, man. It was a yeah. totally different game. And, I mean, the, the big thing is, you know, being on the road, we're on silent cadence. And, you know, I think I think they had a great game plan going in. Um, you know, Spags had the defense, you know, stemming the front leg, getting into a new look. And for us, you know, that elicits new calls, a different slide, whatever it is. So, you know, all he was doing is, you know, waiting for, you know, the guard to turn around and get the tap to tell the center to snap the ball. And they would stem the front, which for us – we usually like to have, you know, a little pause right there. Everybody gets a new call going in, and you got a guy turning and looking and trying to, you know, tap the center, snap, and then change the call when we're snapping the ball. I mean, you know, for him, I mean, props to him because that was a, you know, you know, great thing for him to pick up on film and, you know, start to do against us to try to put us kind of in a bad situation. And to their credit, the Chiefs, I'm saying, that's why you take advantage of home field. Absolutely. Because it's harder for the opposing yeah, it's teams hard to offense win, yeah. to do that, and your defense can do that. We'll take a quick break, Brand. Uh, I almost called you Brandon. Again. Nah, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> they Landon. look alike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. Well, at least they're both linemen. Yeah. Yeah. Landon, we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back with Eagles guard Landon Dickerson here in the Players' Lounge tonight. ESP, Hugh Douglas, I'm Mike Reese, 94 WIP. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What you know about that, Landon? Explosive. Mm. Little Dr. Be- Dre? Yeah, Snoop. Elliot knows all about that. Welcome back to well, Sports Radio 94 WIP. This who just popped up on my timeline. <laughs> Britney Spears. Hugh, Hugh's oh, got Lord. one goal for going to the Super Bowl. Hey, dog, we're going <laughs> to hang out with Britney Spears yeah. and go to the Spear. Who interviewed you about that? Uh, Bear Media. Bear Sports Media. <laughs> yeah. Right. That was good to see on Instagram. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, it was good. It's the Players' Lounge down here at Chickens and <laughs> in South Philly. I don't know where the hell we're going with this, this one. Hey, listen, hey. Landon, when he starts talking about Britney Spears and other Guess who popped up on my timeline. <laughs> I don't know where he's going with any of that. I, I mind my business. I'm yeah. just saying, hey, dog, listen. Yes. Man, I know you with your, with your wife, your, your significant other. I'm just saying the oh, knives. She just got she married. Was, newly married. That's what I'm saying. When she was playing with the knives, she was on there dancing with the knives. Oh, Britney Spears? Yeah. Where was I'm, I'm just trying to hang out at the, at the sphere and meet new people, dog. Yeah. I'm at that age right now. Well, I just want new experiences. So I, I want to see already. If you need <laughs> If you needed extra motivation to get to the Super Bowl, you can get, I'm saying. get hey, you listen. to Las Vegas so he can chill. Y'all got to uh, get me to Vegas, dog. Yeah. We hang, me, me, Ike, and the rest of the crew, we going to hang oh, out with no, Britney. I am not it can be a rallying <laughs> cry in the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I will come to observe and see what's going on, man, just yeah. to make sure you're good. That didn't sound yeah. right. I'm there, I'm there to make sure you're good. If I'm you go hang with sure. Brittany, I need the invite. Oh, yeah, yeah. we're going. Yeah. We're going to hang because you, know yeah. you know she know what kind of trouble to get into. But I digress because <laughs> we got a lot of football left to be played. This is just – my, my, my personal dream about right. the whole thing. Yeah. So let's get Landon out of this conversation. <laughs> um, I'm pleading the fifth yes, right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm staying out of it. LD, second half, man, was much better. We just tried to calm through the first half, and we know that the offense struggled, moved the ball, had some consistency, although that second drive was a beautiful thing to lead to the first touchdown of the game. And I want to give Kansas City's defense a lot of credit. That's a very good defense. So it's no shame in – I guess not clicking on all cylinders early. But what you all did on both sides of the ball coming out of the locker room, that was very impressive. What, what, what was the locker room atmosphere like? What was that like for you guys going in? Was it emotional? Is everybody quiet? You go to your own corner. Is anybody in there yelling? We throwing chairs. What are we doing in there? Trying to warm up. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was obviously frustration, you know, amongst everybody in there. And, you know, especially, you know, speaking from the O-line perspective, you know, we, we were really just in there saying, you know, it, these guys weren't beating us. We were beating ourselves. And, you know, just the mistakes that we were making as an offensive line and, you know, just little stuff here and there that was killing us that, you know, we, we could control and fix. And, you know, going in, you know, that was our biggest thing. And, you know, it was really just saying, you know, we got to dominate these guys in the second half because, you know, this game is in our hands. Like, you know, we control, we can control, we'll go out there and we'll win. And, you know, coming out, I think defense did a phenomenal job. I don't think they allowed one point nope. in the second half. I mean, that just shows you, like, they came out and they handled business. And then, you know, offense came out. We, we cleaned up the things we needed to clean up communication-wise and, you know, got the ball around, got some plays moving, went down and scored. And, you know, that's just what you got to do in those games. I mean, it's, you know, you go in with a game plan every single week and, you know, that defense is going to throw something in, you know, throw a wrench in things and you got to adjust and then they make adjustments and it's back and forth the entire game. Every drive you go in, you might see something different. So, you know, that's just how it is. It's, it's a dog fight and, you know, you just got to keep grinding through it at 60 minutes. And well, What's that feeling like uh, in a game? Because, you, you know, it was really interesting hearing you talk about how in the first half it's almost like a chess match where they're doing this and you have to adjust and figure it out. In the third quarter when you guys got rolling, what's that feeling like of figuring the problem out and, move, and starting to move the ball? Like, what's that atmosphere like when you guys feel like you have it going? Yeah, I mean, it's, obviously it's great when you start clicking and, you know, you're hitting plays, you're getting five, six yards of yeah. pop, you're hitting good shot plays to guys, AJ or Smitty or whoever it may be. And you're just moving the ball down the field. I mean, you know, that's always a, a much better feeling than, you know, getting in that situation of like three and outs. I mean, that, that's just terror. You never want to be mm -hmm. in that situation. And, you know, when we did get in those, we came to the sideline. We were like, you know, what, what do we got to do to fix this? What plays can we run? What adjustments can we make? We haven't, we haven't talked a lot about this today, so I wanted to get your thoughts on it. We talked about those halftime adjustments, and that was great. But I thought you guys showed a commitment to the run game last night and listen, all the runs weren't necessarily clicking like that but the fact that you guys showed the willingness to stick with it I think that allowed DeAndre eventually to break some out there Jalen was a part of the running game last night he seems to be healthy what was that like for you guys to be able to get some semblance of your running game going yeah I think you know it, it takes a little bit obviously to get things going in a game and you know as much film as you want to watch and as much look as you're going to get from a scout team like until you get in the game, you really don't know how that defense and how that guy in front of you is going to play. And, you know, especially from offensive line perspective, you know, it, 
you may not hit one right out the gate, but it's just staying with it. And same thing with Swift. Like, you know, it, you know his, his first carry may not go for 60, but right. that's the thing is, you know, once he gets in a rhythm, you know, figures out, all right, this is where I'm playing, this is where I'm going to cut, you know, and just get a feel for how things are flowing. You know, that, that's when things start to go good. It just takes a second to figure things out. And, you know, I think we did a good job of just sticking with it and, you know, letting our guys do their thing. And Jalen being a part of the run game last night, I know we're – we become accustomed this year to watching him run primarily when he's being pressured in the pocket. If he needs to escape and he'll go in and pick up the extra yardage. Hadn't seen a whole lot of quarterback design runs, but I thought there was a few in the game plan last night. He called one himself where he checked to the, the quarterback draw play for the touchdown. Yes. What's that like to have him back? I know he's not 100%, but at least feeling better. I mean, the- that's that's the beautiful part about Jalen is you know he, he's not just like a pocket passing quarterback like his ability to extend plays you know get out of the pocket escape things make phenomenal throws on the run you know be able to you know actually be a threat in the run game you know a lot of these you know quarterbacks in the league they have a lot of read options on and you know I, I could you know give you a list of names of guys that I could tell you are not going to pull that ball and run it I mean I I think you guys know that list yeah but you know the fact that we have Jalen in there to be like he's a threat and it's not just you know a sometimes thing like you know if you have read options on in the run game you never know because it's a 50-50 shot if he keeps you got to honor that as a you know defensive player and you know that's one thing I love about having him back there is you know his ability to extend these plays and be a threat and make defenses honor that Speaking of Jalen, uh, last night was an emotional game, obviously. Prime time. Uh, it's a Super Bowl rematch. Didn't start off the way you wanted. Curious what Jalen was like during that game, uh, just early on throughout it. What, 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 was, what, what was he like while this was happening? I mean, J- Jalen does a phenomenal job of, you know, controlling his emotions and staying mm-hmm. steady throughout the game. You know, whether we do something good or bad, you know, he, he stayed at that consistent level of just, you know, wanting to go out there and, you know, run the next play. And, you know, being able to have that mentality as a quarterback especially, you know, even if something, you know, a few bad things happen, you know, he's coming to the sideline, he's like, all right, we're good, you know, we're figured out, next series, let's go. On the flip side of that, Sirianni seems to be a little more emotional uh, on the sideline. What's it like for you as a player to just see the way Sirianni acts and, you know, running down to celebrate plays? Uh, he seems almost as frustrated as you guys are if there's a call that's missed, just – just what was he like last night? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's great having a coach that has that much passion and energy just for the team, the game, and the players, everything that's going on. I mean, you know, I, I would much rather have, you know, somebody like that showing yeah. that they actually care about what's going on than, you know, somebody that just kind of looks lethargic and, you know, doesn't really do much. I mean, you know, he, he's out there, and, I mean, he, he's got energy. You know, I, I think, you know, under circumstances, he still thinks he's a player sometimes, you know, so he's out there just – you know, having fun with things, and, you know, I really appreciate that from him as a coach. We use the term playing complementary football a lot, and sometimes it applies to one side of the football, the run game, pass game, complementing each other. But often it's offense and defense playing complementary football. What did you guys think about your defense last night, second half to shut down Patrick Mahomes and that offense, Andy Reid, really gave the offense – time to climb back into the game and eventually take the lead yeah absolutely I mean our defense did a phenomenal job last night putting you know the offense in good situations you know they're you know keeping Kansas City inside the 30 and you know 
you know, with the ball and the weather and everything, some of the punts worked great, so we were getting the ball, you know, in good, you know, field position. We were on the 40, and, you know, we had a short field to be able to go in and be able to score. So, you know, our defense last night being able to, you know, really lock down their their offense and, you know, keep those explosive plays at a minimum, you know, really helped us in the second half, especially come back and win the game. Um, the, the emotion of the game, le- leading up to it, uh, and I do appreciate you guys where it's the same message from top to bottom. Sirianni says it, Hurt says it, you guys say it. Uh, it was just another game for you guys. But now that it's over, what was it like to, to play the Chiefs again? Like, was it weird to, to be in Kansas City, to see the, you know, the Chiefs logo, to see the helmets? I mean, just what was that like for you when obviously the last time you played them was the Super Bowl? I mean, it, it wasn't anything, you know, super weird or, you know, emotional or anything mm-hmm. like that. I mean, the the thing with the Super Bowl is, you know, losing that game, obviously it stays in the back of your head, and that's that's your motivation going throughout the year. But, you know, at the same time, you know, losing that game was – it was a learning opportunity to see, you know, what I could improve on. And I think a lot of guys look at it that way. And, you know, being back there, it was just an opportunity to, you know, fix the things that, you know, I didn't do necessarily right in that Super Bowl game. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was really the biggest takeaway from that. It, you know, it wasn't anything – you know, crazy. I, I was looking forward to playing them. I, you know, playing good competition in this league is, you know, the best part about yeah. it. So, you know, it was really a, it was a fun game to be a part of and a great experience. And there but, could be a trilogy. Could be. There could will be. be. There will. I'm talking be. about playing again and, 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 and could and, be and, in the Super Bowl again in Vegas. Yeah. Me, Brittany, and the <laughs> yeah, Spear yeah, yeah. <laughs> hanging out. But Landon, you know, I'm I'm kind of curious because as as a former defender, like a lot of times for us we get it's like emotion plays into a lot of what we do yeah what is it i'm curious because it, it feels to me being an offensive lineman the one thing you can never do is let your emotions get the better of you is is that the case i, I would i would say generally speaking yes it's you know i feel like it, it, this is no offense to defense players or anything but they can be a little bit more reckless and sometimes that's a good thing yes you know what i, I mean? like totally some, agree sometimes they're, they're, they're offensive guys yeah don't worry yeah. And, and they I, just play defense I, yeah like there was a couple times last night i saw jalen carter and you know I, I thought there was and obviously people can go both ways with officiating calls and stuff but there were some times where oh, dude, he was getting held all yeah night. he was held on basically every play. you can hold on you can hold on every play though in the nfl yeah, they did it, and i mean <laughs> they, they definitely did i mean if we're being honest if you want to get nitpicky about it i can guarantee you there's probably at least one foul on every single play yeah. sure. and that's right. the thing is like, and people don't really understand they're gonna you know pick and choose the ones you know oh we didn't get this or they didn't get that or whatever it may be but you know, going back to the defensive thing, you know, a couple times I saw, you know, Jalen Carter getting a little frustrated out there, and then the next play he just he, he, he kind of, you know, cuts loose. And yeah. It's, I mean, I, I'm very glad that he is controlled in practice because <laughs> I, I don't want to be on the other side how, of that. Uh, how early on could you tell that he was going to be special? Oh, probably from the, you know, the first week we got, we, you know, he got here just – you know, watching him move and do drills and stuff and, you know, in camp and practice. I mean, I, just the intangible things that he has as a player. And, you know, he's still a young guy and he's got some developmental stuff to do and just, you know, learning about the game and, you know, really, you know, how to work things off his moves and counters and all this stuff. But just, you know, the raw natural ability he has as an athlete is, you know, something you don't see very often. And, you know, what he's able to do with that right now is, I mean, just crazy stuff. And 
Have you ever seen a player try to intercept the uh, the spike? Did you see that last I, night? I did see that. I haven't. I have not seen that before. And you know, <laughs> if he would have intercepted it, I. I, I think he, he might have secured, you know, defensive the, rookie, defensive of, the rookie of the year. He almost right had there. it. I know. He was right there. And I didn't, I didn't even know you were allowed to do that. I think he was talking about it. he saw it on a YouTube video or yeah. something. And I was like, I was like, well, that may be the new go-to. And that, that's a tough thing to defend because that's a large man just you know shooting right between your legs as a center. So, Well, I saw the YouTube video, and it's like a high school, looked like lower-level high school game. So for him to then try that against Patrick Mahomes in the NFL, it's, uh, it's impressive confidence to, uh, to well, go and, like and that. And the quarterback is not expecting it. Yeah. So I mean, if they catch him just, you know – yeah, kind of just dropping yeah, just it down dropping there. I mean, it. Yeah, yeah, that's an easy interception. Exactly. Yeah. And that so. ball actually looked like it hit Jalen's hands. Yeah, bounced yeah. up. Bounced yeah. up. Yeah, you got to get so. him on the jugs machine if he's going uh, <laughs> well, to. Well, he's a D tackle. Yeah. No, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is a D tackle. All right, well, listen, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back, finish up with Landon. We got one more segment with you. Want to get into what may be your Thanksgiving Day plans? You know, we got family in town. Then you got a big game coming up Sunday, man, against Buffalo. You're used to this, Landon. You played at Alabama. There's, there, there was never a, a off week for you. Well, hold on. I seen some of those non-conference games you guys. Yeah, used they, to play. you mean them sacrificial yeah, lambs they used the, to play. The, 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 I, I the Citadel, the, the Citadel. Yeah, yeah. 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 Michigan State. No, hell no. <laughs> uh, let me say, my, my last year there, you know, the COVID year, we played an all SEC schedule. So I, there, I there, do remember okay. that. There, yeah, there yeah. wasn't an easy week that but, that but, year. But you know, just as well as I do, Landon. Van, Vanderbilt don't count. <laughs> uh, we didn't play Vanderbilt. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, that's the SEC school. They don't count. Well, yes. Technically, they're, yes. they're in the SEC. Yes. 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 It's good baseball school, though. Yes. Phenomenal. <laughs> Academics, great. Academics are great. Football, not so much, I guess. Landon Dixon, everybody. That. We'll round up the show when we come back on the other side. we got to get into this Buffalo game. Another big game right here on 94 WIP. Yep, it's a hard knock life. 31 other teams in the National Football League. Not this team, though. Sitting at 9-1. and one. Welcome back to Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the Chickies and Pete's Players Lounge. We're at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. We got a nice crowd out here with us. The holiday season is kicking off. Holidays. We got the Sixers on the tube tonight. You, you ready well, for Black got, Friday? We got LaSalle taking on Duke. It's a big tournament game Explorers. tonight. It is Black Friday, oh, Friday. We're at the official sports bar of the yeah. Philadelphia Eagles. Black Friday is kind of over, though. I guess I, guess I can't. It's all online. What'd anyway. you say? Yeah, it's all online. Yeah, Black all Friday. Online. Black Friday is a big deal. Yeah. It used to be. It already it's started. Still a big deal. Black Friday started three weeks yeah, exactly. ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it really did. Black Friday sales start now. Did anybody yeah. get any, 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 anything good? Anybody looking for anything good? Nah. Cool. No, nah, I mean, nah. listen, like Elliot said, everything's online now. Yeah, yeah, I just buy it if I want it. Yeah. 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 I, mean, yeah. I don't want to wait for yeah. it. The kids are old enough for gift cards now. We don't do, we don't do. Yeah. Yeah, they want money. They don't want yeah, yeah, yeah. The last everybody, thing they everybody want, want me is to go buy something that they don't really want. They just want the receipt. They're going to wind up exchanging yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want to buy us something, Hugh, you can go ahead. Man, listen. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you right, feel yeah. like getting out Christmas? Games? Yeah, yeah. No, play, no, players I, lounge I, next week. I get y'all some hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, that's a good gift. That's now, a gift that keeps this. on giving. The wife does not take gift cards. No, no. She that's still bad wants idea. you to Don't go out that. there and Don't still shop. Yes, yeah, yes. You keep the receipt. Yeah. If she doesn't like the style, it's yeah, the thought. It's the thought. I ain't got them problems no more. 
I'm out here. I'm out here by my. He I'm can buy whatever he wants. Struggling now. to get meals on a regular, on a daily basis. What you gonna get, Brittany, for Christmas? I don't know. Yeah, you know exactly. what? <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, I was about to. Yeah, I can't answer that on the air. Uh-huh. Gotta, gotta yeah, you can't get Brittany that. <laughs> can't get Brittany that. So Thanksgiving is coming up, big fella. Um, your plans? Oh, you know what? We talked to Jordan earlier. Uh, I was, was going to go with this. So, yeah. I, so, I, so I heard Jordan is coming over. Yeah, he'll, got, be, you, he'll be coming over. He'll be eating with us. Yeah, family in town, or it's just going to be you and the missus? It'll be uh, my parents and her parents. Okay. So. There you go. You got, you got brothers, sisters, nah, siblings? No, only child. Wow. Okay. Oh, so you were spoiled. Yeah. Is your wife an only child? Uh, no, she's okay. got a brother. Okay. Okay. Well, so, man, not big families. Huh? I'm surprised at that. No, not really. I mean, it's surprised me. Like, I got a bunch of, you know, aunts and uncles. But Sure. Sure. You know, it's What's, uh, I, figure, I figure the southern thing, like, everybody has at least four or five siblings. siblings. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you think. I, I, think <laughs> I, I got four siblings myself, so I just assume. I, I think my parents just said, with how big I was, they like, we, can't, we yeah. can't afford to feed <laughs> two or three of these. <laughs> well, I tell you what. So, so what's the uh, – is, is mom cooking or is wifey cooking? Uh, they'll, they'll both be cooking. Okay, so they'll figure oh, yeah. it out. Now, now, what's your role on Thanksgiving? Uh, well, I got, I got practice and meetings. Oh, that's, sure. good. that's convenient. Well, listen, yeah. listen we, uh, we've had practice and meetings all our lives. But that, you ain't going to be there all you day. You ain't going to be there all day. You'll be home by 12. No, no. The media's off on Thursday. A little later. Thursday. A little later he's yeah. gonna have y'all out of there a little later? Yeah, a little later. Okay. But it, I, I'll go home and uh, you know, I, you know, oversee things. And, you know, your make, job is yeah. to taste? Your taste test that's is not, that's not a bad that's job. A big thing. And yeah. yeah, I may have to go out on the grill or do something for a little bit. But, okay. You know, they, they usually kind of they, they, they got a good system. They got a system. They're, they're going. very efficient, and you know, you don't want to have too many chefs in the kitchen. So I, that's I kinda, true. I just, I just, you know, if they need me, I'm there. If not, I'm on the couch. Either sure. way. See this. What, smart what, what's smart your uh, what's your ultimate Thanksgiving plate? Like, what are you what are you putting on? Oh man, it's gonna be. You have turkey, ham. You have some stuffing. You have green bean casserole. You're gonna green have some cream casserole. corn. Yeah, I don't have some sweet potato pie. We're gonna have. <laughs> I'm right, gonna have Randy, some rolls, yeah. some sourdough rolls, macaroni yeah. and cheese. Green, you lost Dude. me with green bean casserole. I ain't heard nothing else after that. Green, what is? What the hell is that, man? Oh yeah, people I don't, do I don't green bean casserole. People. I don't, I don't everything get, down south is a casserole. Yeah, you make anything. Yeah, people do green bean casserole. You got corn casserole. You Isn't got broccoli it, casserole. I, I, I green food, bean casserole. I might fool with the broccoli and the corn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, it, the, not, the, not the green bean, though. That don't, don't knock it till you try it. Uh, I mean. uh, is it like a dessert item or does it taste like green beans? Green beans are not a dessert item in well, any Well, no, way. but it's a casserole. What is wrong I'm saying, with you two? <laughs> no, I'm saying like it's, like it's not a... Wait, it just tastes like green beans? Like, then why just, yeah. I thought there was like a... I thought it was a sweet dish. I'm assuming it got cheese in it. Yeah, the broccoli casserole has cheese in it. Yeah, because I'm right, like, yeah. cheese make everything taste better. I'm going to be honest. I don't really know what all's in it, but it tastes good. There you go. Hey, Lad, this is the question I have Counts for you. as a vegetable. And I, I, I know you're not looking ahead because you got to get ready for the, the next game. But there's two teams that are playing this week, if I'm not mistaken. One of them is that damn team in Texas that we can't stand. Yeah. And the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. So – between the two, which one are you going to be paying attention more to? Because you probably watch a little bit of football on, on you know, during the holidays. So which yeah. one do you think you're going to be paying a little bit more attention to, the Dallas Cowboys or the Detroit Lions? I, I mean, yeah, that, that's a tough one. Um, 
Because you know it. I'm, you know where I'm going with. Yeah, you. Well, I'm, def- I mean, I'm definitely, I'm definitely paying attention to the Dallas game because I know. In Seattle as well. Yeah. No, but I, yeah. are they playing too? Yes. Yeah. I forgot about them. That's why I, I <laughs> talked about uh, the two teams uh, that I knew. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, I didn't realize all those teams were playing. <laughs> yeah, no, no, they're, 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 they're a lot of teams playing on Thanksgiving. Okay, so since that's the case, like what, what, like were you like? So I'm assuming you're probably gonna look at a little bit of everybody at that point. Yeah, I mean, I like to just you know. Keep an eye on things, and you know maybe I'm not intently watching it while I'm eating, but yeah. you know at the same time, just you know I'm just looking to see if I see anything that you know try to pick know, up a few tendencies spark, or sparks my interest, or I'm like, oh, this, this could be useful in the future. And yeah. you know, I, I mean, that's just kind of you know naturally how you, how you want to watch football. I mean, I don't know how most people watch football. I feel like everybody else may watch it a little differently, but I, I'm always looking at stuff to help me in the next game. Nah, but, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some people I guess watch it for enjoyment. Yeah. yeah, you had a chance to check out. Well, you, hell, you just got back this morning. Buffalo coming up this Sunday. Yeah. Not a familiar opponent. What, what do you know about, like, their defense and what they like to do? I mean, they, they got good players and a quality defensive scheme. They've been a very successful team. You know, obviously we don't see them a whole lot. And, you know, I really, you know, we, we got back, I think, 4.30, 5 o'clock this morning. I got home about 6. So, um, yeah, I went to bed for a little bit, rested, and then um, – yeah, I haven't really gotten to dive into the film on them, but that'll be tomorrow and, you know, really start looking at what they do defensively and, you know, seeing kind of what the game plan is going to be and getting ready for that. And, you know, they've, they've been a good team and, you know, well coached. So, uh, it's, you know, things they got going for them. Should be a good game. They also are a team that's still fighting to keep their playoff lives alive this weekend. We'll be back in Kelly Green Sunday night. Oh, so yeah. everybody will be excited about that, man. Listen, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Congratulations on the big win last night, and good luck Sunday. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to y'all and everybody else out there. Hope you guys have a full plate and full bellies. Happy, happy. You ought to bring some green bean casserole to the next one so I can try it. I see that. You know, that's it may not be any left over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Jordan is known for taking some plates home. He, he, he takes a, couple, a few plates home with him. There so. you go. That's Herb from Northeast right there. Herb. Herb from uh, Northeast. Landon Dickerson, Herb. There you go. Yes. yes. Don't What's bother him all night. Don't bother him all night. Hugh Douglas, Elliot Shore Parks. Great job again tonight, brother. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there tonight. And go Birds. Go Birds.